Hello, Chit Chatters. How are you today? It is Friday, October 9th, and it is 7.15, and I'm recording this episode while I'm in my car, um, like I did last week, actually, and I'm driving up to my camp, which is unfortunately the last weekend of the season. We're coming to a close. I have a camp with my husband on Lake Ontario, which is pretty sweet to be so close to water, but I'm not a huge fan of the lake, um, particularly this lake. But we're closing for the season, so almost done getting everything ready. So I'm driving up there now. But this is not the way I wanted to record this episode, to be really honest. I didn't mind doing it last weekend because it was more of a moment of inspiration. But I had committed to saying to you all that I was going to deliver two episodes a week, and here I am. And the topic that I originally wanted to talk about this week in my second episode of the week was how to ace the interview. So in my full-time job, I'm in like the midst of recruiting season, which typically happens from mid-September all the way to mid-November. And so whether I'm hosting a job fair for my students or a career fair, um, or not, same thing, career fair information sessions, I have usually pre-COVID employers on campus on a regular basis doing interviews or connecting with students and hosting information sessions. So it's a really active recruiting season. So those of you who are who listen to the podcast, they may work in HR or talent management or recruitment, um, you know what I'm talking about, especially if you do college recruiting. So the reason I wanted to talk about interviewing and how to interview properly was because I've had many conversations with individuals who struggle with feeling confident and being insecure during an interview. And also the ideation of an interview gives them anxiety. And I'm here to tell you that every interview, yes, you're interviewing for a job, but it's just a conversation. And the best thing about an interview is that the conversations about you and everything that you have to share about the amazing skills and experiences that you bring to the table for a job. If you're getting ready for an interview, the biggest things and the best advice I can give you is make sure you're reading the job description through and through and make sure that you're looking and doing your research about that company and what the company does. Because when you're going for an interview, they may ask you, what do you know about our company and what we do? And you want to have your A-game ready to be able to tell them what it is that you, what they do. Um, at the same time, most companies are, you know, some form of a service. So whether it's selling a product or, you know, recruiting for a temp job or manufacturing or... I don't know. There's all sorts of different... Maybe it's healthcare, so it's providing healthcare services. There's a variety of things, but it's always typically providing some sort of a service. So you want to be familiar with what it is that they do as far as product offering or service offering and doing your homework. The other thing I always like to encourage people to do is in the interview process... Make sure you ask before you schedule or when you're scheduling your interview, who are the people you're meeting with? Because it gives you an opportunity to jump on LinkedIn and do a little bit of homework to find out who these people are. Um, 
weird. Something just happened while I'm recording. The recorded audio will be deleted. Are you sure you want to continue? Sorry about that. So mid-recording, something happened. This is the joys of recording on your phone and not in a location on a regular mic. Um, so I'm curious as to how this audio will be. But make sure you do your research on the people who are interviewing you. Sometimes companies will share that information if they have it readily available, and other times they don't. But I see that because it gives you an opportunity to get to know the person's background, and then you can ask follow-up questions in the interview. And obviously, it's not interviewing them, but you want to ask questions about the company, what the culture is like, what you should anticipate, um, some of the challenges might be in the first 90 day of the interview or the first 90 days of the job. Um, so make sure you have questions, which is another tip that I always like to give, is come prepare with questions. Um, the other thing is you're probably interviewing virtually. So because of the whole pandemic, there aren't any face-to-face interviews. And if they are, you're definitely six feet apart. But you want to remember is that if you're doing a virtual interview and you're at home, you want to find a space where it's quiet and you have no distractions. At the same time, making sure that the environment that you're in is clean. So, for example, you don't want to do it in a bedroom where your bed is not made. Or you don't want to do it in a space where you have posters behind you. So being mindful that like you want to have a clean space and a clean environment that people can recognize that like, oh, yes, I apologize. I'm in my office or I apologize. I'm in, you know, I'm at home in my bedroom, wherever your computer, your laptop is. You just want to make sure that the wall behind you is blank. Um, You don't want to have there be bias or biases in your interviewing process um, or mischaracterization judgments. So it's important that when you're doing a virtual interview that you're, 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 you're mindful of your surroundings. The other thing is your attire. Just because you're at home, remember you're still in being interviewed. So they may not see what you're wearing from the waist down, but they're seeing what you're wearing from the neck up. So definitely having some professional attire if they're men, for the gentleman, you know, making sure you're wearing your suit, suit jacket, shirt, tie. And for the ladies, a blazer and a, and a blouse or a blouse that is not showing the cleavage, but it's really, um, you know, professional and making sure you're well-groomed. Again, it is an interview. Um, and the other thing is when you're reading the job description, make sure you highlight all the things that you know you can do about the job. So what does that mean? When you apply to the job in the first place, you've probably looked at the description of the job and the job responsibilities to learn how your experience aligns with the job. So for example, if the job description has 10 bullets, and this is an example, this is not like the end all be all. If the job description has like 10 bullets, you want to make sure that you at least know five to seven of the bullets that are outlined. And what I mean by that is that you have direct experience in what the job is actually asking the person to do based on the responsibilities. So that means you should write examples of what they're describing that you've done before 
in a current or recent position that you're able to talk about in your interview. Because usually they're going to ask you, can you tell us a time? Can you provide experience? So most interviews are either technical or behavioral. And when you say behavioral, they want you to describe a scenario and how you would respond to that scenario. So it's important that you use the job description as your markup or as your template to be able to give the examples of your experience. And you want to be able to tell a story. Ultimately, you want to also be able to have data to back up that particular experience or what it was that you did based on those duties. So for example, let's say Jim worked at an accounting firm and worked with a bunch of clients. And in the reporting year of doing someone's books and bookkeeping, Jim found that there were errors, but he also found a cost savings. So in Jim's description or summary of explaining that particular experience, Jim can say, oh, there was an example of working with a client when I was able to justify that the client had some errors in their actual book bookkeeping and I found some cost savings for them between their expenditures and their business expenses. And you can be more specific. You can say what I just said. It's an example that I just came out of off the top of my head. But those are the kinds of things you want to be mindful to. So... This episode, like I said before, I'm doing this in my car. I'm not sure if you can hear the background noise, but I wanted to just do a quick check-in, just make sure that I was connecting with you before the end of the week. I know my episode that I published earlier this week was a little bit more professional, a little bit more my style, but I want to be able to be as authentic as possible and know that it's real. Like, Let me just tell you, it has been one of those weeks that it's just been crazy insane between work and personal stuff, and I'm sure that people are exhausted. How are you all feeling? Are you feeling exhausted? Leave me some notes and leave me some comments in the reviews. I read every single one of them. Again, coming to you with this episode in just all authentic and organic as possible. So I apologize for the mildly awkward silence at one moment. Um, There was an alert that I had on my phone that looked like it was going to delete what I had recorded. I didn't want that to happen. But I also want to make sure that y'all know I'm here for you and I'm excited to bring more content to you. So have an amazing weekend. It's going to be a beautiful weekend here in upstate New York. And I hope it's beautiful where you are too. Thanks so much. All my love.